Good morning and welcome to today's daily devotion, your daily PPE. Today we are uh, looking at the next set of verses in this Psalms chapter 80 that we've been working our way through, verses 7 through 11. And so uh, today's Wednesday, it is uh, April the 13th, and um, it's prayer day for us, 12 hours of prayer, prayer vigilant at our church, and so we are praying through uh, this day. 12 hours of prayer leading up to Easter. So let's get into this devotion. Psalms 80, verse number 7. Let's start with it. Uh, it says, Turn us again to yourself, O God of heaven's armies. Make your face shine down upon us. Only then will we be saved. Well, here we have this verse again. This is a cry of the writer, but this is also the cry of God's heart as well turn to him bring your your peace and your grace upon us lord but it's only after we turn to the lord that we find salvation for our souls in this peace and grace that he's talking about um today at our church we're in a 12-hour time of prayer from 6 a.m this morning to 6 p.m tonight and uh, this is exactly what we're doing we're turning our hearts to the lord um, it's only in this way that we can truly have peace and also that we can lead people into into peace by turning to God through Jesus Christ. And so um, this is actually what the church, uh, that is anyone that has been uh, called to follow Christ, uh, this is what we've all been called to do. Uh, many times in the church of today, followers of Christ believe that it's programs and events that will gain people's enthusiasm and uh gain their interest in Jesus Christ. and But don't get me wrong. I mean, I like events and get-togethers just like the next, but um, it has to serve a purpose. It, it needs to serve a purpose, and that purpose needs to be leading people to Christ or discipling them to Christ. Uh, we're going to see in the next set of verses here, verses 8 through 11, that the purpose of God choosing Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, it, it wasn't just... Um, it wasn't that they were perfect by no means, and it wasn't just to choose another set of people that wouldn't obey him. It was to bring the revelation of God to all the people of the world. Um, if you remember, that was part of the covenant promise that God gave to Abraham. Through you, all the nations will be blessed, is what he told him in Genesis. Um and so we see here in these next set of verses, verses 8 through 11, that the writer points out all the things that God did through the people of Israel, how he delivered them and, and uh, brought them out and saved them. Let's look at these verses. Verse number 8, the writer says, You brought us from Egypt like a grapevine. Um, a grapevine is something that you take care of, that you'll groom uh, so that it will continue to grow, so it will continue to flourish. Grapes uh, isn't just for themselves, and neither is the grapevine. These are, they're not just for one person. It's for many people. It's to provide for many. And uh, that's what the writer is pointing out here about the grapevine who was Israel, to provide for many, to provide a Messiah, to provide uh, and show God's grace and his mercy through the people to lead other nations to God. God drove out these pagan nations. Listen to what he says here. You drove away the pagan nations and transplanted us into your land. 
um, the pagan nations was driven out, not just to replace them with another set of people. Um, no, it was to show God's grace and mercy through the people of Israel so that the people of Israel would glorify him. Verse number nine, the writer says, you cleared the ground for us and we took root and we filled the land. Again, this wasn't just the Jewish people. It wasn't just because they were sinless or perfect by no means, but God chose them and he didn't just choose them to perfect them. He chose them in order to use and work through them and to lead others. Verse number 10, our shade covered the mountains, our branches covered the mighty cedars. We spread our branches west to the Mediterranean Sea, our shoots spread east to the Euphrates River. You see, it's true, um, as I go back to talking about events and get-togethers, if, if you're running a country club, or any club for that matters, events, programs, especially programs and events that's going to cater to members, these are going to be effective sometimes, at least for a little while. But those things in themselves, they won't last. They won't build a, a lasting foundation. You see, it's only in God, in Jehovah, through Jesus Christ and through the obedience to Jesus Christ and to his word that we're going to find a lasting foundation. I want you to listen to these words as, as I close today, these words from Jesus in uh, Matthew chapter 7. Verses 24 through 29, Jesus says, anyone who listens to my teachings and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on a solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it's built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and the floods come and the winds beat against the house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. And listen to this. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with one with real authority, quite unlike the teachers of the law. You see, Christ, his love, his grace, his word, it's in these things that will draw all men to him, not things, not events, not get-togethers. Those things won't last. It's only in Jesus Christ, and it's only on his foundation that these things will last and that our lives will last. Once again, you see, you're like Abraham and the people of Israel. You've been called. You've been set apart. You've been freed from the bondage of sin, and you've been given the Holy Spirit to be the light of the world. Don't rely on other things, things of the world. Don't rely on anything but Jesus Christ. So today, since you're the light, go light the world. Turn to him. Turn to the light and you in turn will be the light. I pray today that you will be the church that he's called to be in these dark times and the dark places that he calls you to. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your words of encouragement through your word, Father. I pray today, God, that you will be with your people. Help them to light their world and the worlds that they're going into today. Help them to be a blessing 
and a blessing to others. God, help them to see who they are in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. Lord willing, I'll be back with you again tomorrow. Uh, if you would like to stop in and pray, United Assembly of God's open till 6 p.m. tonight for prayer. And then also we will have Bible study tonight. We start a new series about hearing God's word. So hopefully I'll see you today. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, I'm praying for you. Thank you.